Welcome to Sports Central. I'm Rick Drew. I'm Phil Fackner. Rick. Yes, Haven't Phil. heard much about Sam Kerr lately. What? What's going on? Where is she? Sam Kerr. Yep. Either last weekend or this weekend will be making her debut for the great Chelsea women's soccer team. Really? Having come, she couldn't start until now because there's a, a sort of mid-season um, well, not trade, Draft but the sort thing. of yep. thing. Yep. And uh, she wasn't um, allowed to start until this period of time. She's actually signed on for two and a half seasons yep. uh, at a cool two million. Why two and a half seasons? Well, the oh, two and a half, well, this season could only be half because oh, okay. of the rules. Yep. You, you're with it? I'll yep, I'm with you now. Yep, I'm with you now. She's had an incredible 2019, my Sammy Kerr. Listen to this for something, will you? She has broken the uh, goal-scoring charts in the Women's League in Australia and the uh, American uh, Women's League, obviously for the Perth Glory and then the Chicago Red Stars, in 41 games yep. in club or country soccer, scored just the lazy 40 goals. And just to top off what you'd probably say is a pretty reasonable year, the Guardian newspaper in England has chosen her as the best player in the world uh, for the top one out of the top 100 female footballers for 2019. So not much else you can do in soccer, Rick. I would well, have thought she's come a long way, hasn't she? And she, she is one of your favourites. I know she's a. Well, I well, she's not. She's not the only one. I will admit that I think the Australian women's soccer team play the most attractive brand of soccer. I've watched soccer. them a few times, yeah. and and it's and they're actually good. good to watch. They're real attacking, and yes, yep. exactly. Now I've got a question for you. All right, Rick. I hopefully I can answer it. Will Somerville? What do you think of Who? him? <laughs> Will Somerville. Will Somerville. Haven't you heard of him? No. no. Well, he is about to become a sort of fairy tale story because he has been uh, asked to cross the ditch from New Zealand and will undoubtedly play in this third and final test for New Zealand against Australia at the SCG uh, starting Friday, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, Friday starts. Yep. Now, really interesting story. Um, he actually is technically, and that's the reason he's playing for them, I suppose, he is technically a Kiwi. He was okay. born in uh, New Zealand, but his family are alive and well, and together with himself and his wife and children, uh, all his children were born in Australia. He's basically lived in Australia from a very young age, okay. to the extent that he actually has played over a dozen Sheffield Shield games for New Zealand, and did very, very well in those games, particularly the games that he played at the SCG, where he took, on two occasions, Fifer well. uh, in an innings. Now, the other, uh, Trent Copeland, who was captain of New Zealand, uh, New South Wales at the time, said that he was a very impressive player, and sort of like lots of sporting stars or sporting people, possibly in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm. When Nathan Lyon went back to New South Wales, uh, Steve O'Keefe was already there. Yep. But anyway, um, he received uh, the SOS from New Zealand a year or so ago and was asked to go back there and play test cricket. And he's got an interesting claim to fame at the moment. He's played three test games for New Zealand, but none on New Zealand soil at this stage. Mm. And of course, this one's 
going to well, figure this out. So, I actually did. I didn't know the name offhand, but I did see an interview with him, and um, yeah, I gathered he was sort of part Aussie, part New Zealander, and yeah. Oh, good on him. And evidently, um, I've seen a couple of you know earlier sort of footage of him, and he's big and tall, and yep. does in fact evidently bounce the ball. A, um, a, a great deal for an off spinner, and and on a turning fourth innings, evidently sort of gives them a real rip as well. So I'll be, be looking forward to seeing Smith put him on the <laughs> on the roof of the stand there. You've, over there you've, you've made one incredible <laughs> assumption that Smith's still there when he comes in, because <laughs> Wagner will probably still, oh, yeah, up still be bowling around his head. <laughs> But, um, yeah. Um, so uh, that'll be very interesting to see what happens there. Oh, very now, good. Now, Rick. listen, just before we yes. move on, after this wonderful Christmas celebration, yes. a couple of bomb bombs, did I, you? Oh, a couple of great little jokes, jokes out of mine. Jokes out of bomb bomb. You ready okay. for this? You ready for this? How do you keep cool at a football match? No idea, Rick. Stand next to a fan. Oh. I thought you said they were good. Come and on. What a, Come on, that's pretty good, I reckon. What type of shoes does Santa wear when he travels on a train? You're going to have to tell me that, Rick. Platforms. <laughs> right, okay. Hopefully we've got better jokes later on, but anyway, we'll try and get them a bit better. Now, I, what, what, what have you got for well, us? Well, Rick, I see in this Andrew Capel. Yes. A journalist for The Advertiser. Correct. Top 20... Crows players of the last decade, Rick. Well, that would be interesting. I just circled a few. I won't go through the whole lot because it's a bit boring, but at number three, we've got Eddie Betts. I, I'd question that. Well, I'd certainly question it. I mean, I in wouldn't the top question three. I wouldn't question him being in the top three. No. I'd probably put him at number one if it's drawing a crowd. But, um, you know, and it's not. Well, it is knocking him off. Where's the big games? Well, Where's he in the big games? He disappears so, in the big games. Sam Jacobs got <laughs> traded this year. He's four. Number four. Yeah. Look, he's been a fantastic ruckman, don't get me wrong. But, well, put him number four and he's been traded. And the, the next one's a big joke. Yeah, most, one of the most, second most overrated player other I, than Kurt Tippett. I bet I know who you're going you to You have mention. a guess. Go I'm on. I'm going to go for Texy, babe. You're spot on, Rick. And why <laughs> wouldn't you be? Number seven. Joke. <laughs> Well, there's another bloke that goes missing in the big games. Number 12 is even worse, though. Now a Geelong player. I'll give you a hint. Number 12? Yeah, number 12 no, he is no, get, in this. Josh get, Jenkins. Oh, there you go. Number 12. Well, probably it's an indication of why the Crows have well, got... Well, been struggling, I suppose. Luke Brown. Hardly heard of him. You know, he's a backman. I know, I've seen him play a few times, yeah. but... Oh, he's 15. Is he, right? And the last one for the Crows is Charlie Cameron. Well, I don't want to even play at the Crows, but he was... No, but I guess... I don't know. Well, I, mean, I don't know how they picked I don't know him. How I, mean, that's Capel's, I don't know how he's but chosen just... them, but on potential, uh, he's he's not a bad player, but I don't know. Well, if he's in the top 20, who knows? Yeah. Now, come on. Let's go to our club. Let's not hold back. Let's Port go Adelaide. to our club. Justin Westhoff at three. We had that one good season, Rick. He's had one good season Best in what, 11 or 12, yep. yep. And there were times when I reckon people would have offered money to get rid of him. I mean, I like, can't I, agree may, with it maybe Andrew's chosen them on their best year or something. I don't know. But you can't say. What 218 games he's played and 227 goals. 
Look, he's a good player, but just only when he wants to be. Not the third best. No, no. I, I can't agree. Brad Ebert, I thought pretty overrated. Oh, that is a big call. Pretty overrated. Oh, well, I actually, we very rarely disagree, but I, I, he's a great workhorse. Yeah. Um, he's a great, he's, no, I would not argue with that, I don't think. All right. Who's number one? Who's number one? Number one is Robbie Gray. Oh, yeah, has to be. Yeah. Has and be. Travis spoke it too. Yep. Um, oh, Chatty Wingard at four. Well, when he was on fire for yeah, a number of years. Well, two, now, two years, I think we got out of him, oh, I reckon. I reckon we got more than that. Now, I will admit from what everyone said, and, and obviously it was true, he lost interest or probably got a little oh, bit yeah, ahead of you himself. Can see that, yeah. But I tell you what, yep. uh, Alastair Clarkson's pulled him back into line. He's back playing very good football. Jackson Trengove at 11. Big well, Jacko. Big Jacko. Don't agree with that one. We'll get rid of him. He's not good enough for us. You so. and Andrew should sit down and compare oh. notes. Matty Broadbent at 12. We're struggling to make the team there for a while. That I will admit that's a bit of a surprise. Not 15's a surprise too, Rick. Who's that? Big Charlie. Oh, We haven't really had a big season out of him yet. I don't think we've had hopefully, any season out of him. Hopefully this year. We've talked so much about him. I, I think he, to be honest, I think he's overrated. He's injury prone. He was before he arrived yeah, at Port yeah, Adelaide. Leg before he came. And I will admit that, and I think I've said this on air before, his course hasn't been helped from very poor delivery mm. from our midfield. But good players can mark the ball, and he finds it very difficult to actually grab the thing overhead. Yeah, I look. I I rate him, but I'm I'm still waiting for a real good season out of him. Um, Don't hold your breath. Number eighteen. <laughs> In this uh, lineup, Sam Gray, delisted forward. No one wanted him. I think Carlton ended up picking him up in the end. Or that, that is, or, I thought well, he can't be at eighteen. He can't be in our top twenty. That's remarkable. I Isn't mean, it? I I know you've never really rated him. I've I've found him to be a reasonably valuable little short too, forward, but he's small. not. He's not in the top twenty. No. in and ten years. I know we might have an argument on this one. The oh, last one's go. nineteen. Is Dom Cassisi? I reckon the captain that wasn't a captain. He took Ooh. Burgoyne's spot as captain. We lost Burgoyne to Hawthorne and put Cassisi in. I reckon that was one of our bad, just, bad moves. Just, I would argue, Rick? I would argue that you're being a little bit harsh. I mean, I don't think Dom Cassisi um, necessarily wanted to be the captain of the side. I think there were political circumstances uh, that saw Burgoyne move across the border. And, I mean, a bit like Ebert, I'd say Cassisi was a workhorse. Yeah, I, I, I don't know whether he was a leader, though, Rick. We never never really succeeded with him up there well, at the I know, top. You, but, can um, only, you can only basically, you know, have go with what you've got. Yeah, I know. And Lead them to water, but you can't make them drink. Well, that's very true. But, I so, mean, I think in general terms that we've done a sort of quick uh, decade review of Port and Adelaide... It probably, given that list that Andrew Capel's come up with, it probably indicates why Port and Adelaide haven't been that successful in well, the last I, 10 I years. I tend to agree with you, Rick. I mean, I'd have Westhoff in our top 20. I would yeah, have him. Oh, yes. I mean, you'd have to have him in your top... But not at three. I wouldn't yeah. have him at three. No. I mean, we've had some far better players playing for Port. Yeah. Than... And, I mean, I think... I don't think you mentioned his name. I, I, I mean, he did have a couple of useful seasons, but he's got Schultz somewhere up there, has yeah, he? Schultz is in five. Yeah. Well, I mean, he kicked, he was quite good there for a year yeah, or so, but I don't but, think 
best, fifth best in a 10-year period. Yeah, it's I find that hard to believe. Well, I, you know, I can't really, just off the top of my head, I can't name one, you know, no. just other than what's on the list here that should be in front of him. But, um, you know, at five, I thought it's a bit high. Yeah. I thought he, you know. And I think you've also uh, overlooked Paddy Ryder. He's there no, somewhere. he's in there. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even bring him up. He's at 13. Yeah. Well, you see, I mean, I think the thing that upset Port Adelaide was the Essendon saga and they they it was a great he wanted to get out of Essendon because of the drug saga and then uh, Port and himself got a bit sidelined yeah. with this year suspension and I think that particularly a big bloke like that who he was wasn't Australian pa- one year exactly wasn't he? but I think you know uh, it it probably didn't help his career as such no. but it will be interesting to see how he goes um yeah, where Next is he? Year. Is that the Bulldogs? I think or? he's gone to St Kilda. So. St Kilda, that's right. Yeah. He's with um, the other guy we lost too. Yeah. So, uh, well, anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, it's just interesting reading. He's That's his uh, choice of the top 20, but I'll tell you what. Oh, It is an interesting... Yeah. I, I mean, mean, we could argue over this all day, but we, we could, won't. But, I mean, that's... We'll move on we from there. Will. Anyway. Yes. A couple of good jokes to, well, to start the year. Those other ones were only all right, Rick. Let's <laughs> Which other ones? Those other ones, bon out bon of the bonbons. Bon bon. yeah. That's very unfair. Sorry. It is said of the mighty former Pakistan captain Imran Khan. Yes. Now Prime Minister of yes. Pakistan. Yep. That he's the only player to call his partner for a run and wish him good luck at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear him halfway down. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And what about, what about the cricketing bloke? who was in and out of the Australian test side yep. for years and years. One day he was asked about who was the greatest opponent he'd ever faced. He immediately replied, the Australian selectors. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very good too, Rick. <laughs> well, I think so. Now, while we're jumping around yep, all over the place... we are all over the place today. I think, I think we should just give a very brief mention... To what I consider to have been not only a very, very fine innings, um, Tom Blundell. You know Tom Blundell? He's a singer, isn't he? <laughs> That's his brother. Oh. He, he idiot. <laughs> no, I know. He's the, he's the opening bat. He opened the batting for... Opening the batting for the first, first time, time ever. ever. Yep. Evidently, in his entire career, anywhere, club, state, whatever, really? he had never batted higher than five. You know, and he never looked like getting out. Well, he batted he very, was very, very solid, well. wasn't he? Yeah. Anyway, the thing I liked about the way when he got to his century, yep. it was almost like jumped up and <laughs> kissed his helmet and and hit the air and <laughs> waved to everybody in the crowd. Is that what he done? No. Didn't oh. do any of that. Well, Dave Warner does that. <laughs> <laughs> he actually did it the good old fashioned gentleman's way. What was that? All he did was just ra- raise his bat and and. It's probably all you need, isn't it? Acknowledge the uh, the crowd. Yep. And, I mean, I don't. I mean, I know it's a clown circus now, yeah. television and sport, but this, as you've just described about Warner, but I think we should be fair and suggest that it's not only Warner who does it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Travi, Travi was a little bit over the top too the other day. Well, I, I mean, I don't think we should necessarily pick on those two as such, but, I mean, most of them are over the top. Yeah, they are. The, uh, let's face it, the Aussie boys yeah. tend to get a little bit carried away at times. Well, you know... Look, I would probably too, I think. 
Well, if I'd made a test century, I'm probably, you know, you could. But I just thought it was very dignified how um, Blundell actually... Yeah, just sort of raised the bat yeah, and just yeah. kept going. Yeah. And he, wasn't he solid, though? Oh, he batted very, very oh, well. Oh, we didn't look like getting him out. No, no. The funny thing is that you know he was out first ball. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was <laughs> we a won't, review thing, we won't, it? We won't go on DRS. I oh. just think it should be abandoned forever, uh, never to be heard of again. The interesting thing is that that's... But they're, no, they're not getting rid of it as such, but they're really cutting back on it in English soccer. Okay. Uh, because of the the well, I see the soccer he's got it too, yeah, yeah. and that was a bit of a joke the other night down at Adelaide. Um, he done two DRSs and gave us both uh, penalty yes. shots. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the word out of England is that they are very concerned about it, and um, we won't go into it yeah, right now, yeah. but uh, they're, they're definitely cutting down on well, it. Well, I, I don't know how that's going to work down Adelaide here either, because they weren't uh, two of the players from their opposition side were going to walk off. They weren't coming back. Mm. They were going to walk off. Well, they... the thing is that, and we said we weren't, the thing is, and we'll finish it on that, I think, is that there's no way that it is perfect. No. It doesn't matter which sport we're talking about. And so if they're, even if with all the rocket science in the world, if it's not 100% accurate, then don't get, use it. get rid of it. I so, mean, I think we can accept, um, you know, you being a uh, cricket umpire, I was a footy umpire, you can mistake, make a mistake. Of course you, you can. can. accept the mistake. Yeah. And we all did. And, yeah. And, and we batted. And we, admit it. That, and, just say, yeah, I yeah. think I got it wrong. And the fact is when we were playing, you yeah. know, what you lost on the swings, you picked up on the merry-go-round. Exactly. Oh, I, I wouldn't. Wow, did, hey. did you like that? I like that. Like that? Oh, I I'm going to write that down. Hang on. How do you spell merry-go-round? <laughs> I will admit that I never walked. <laughs> I couldn't see you walking. No, I don't. My, my mother didn't think I was ever out. <laughs> <laughs> Took me 12 months to walk too when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, more than that, I would <laughs> Well, folks, that's about it for today. So until next time, this is Rick. This is Phil.